Welcome to the Buddhism Guide podcast. I'm Yeshi Rabge, and this episode is called From Perception to Action Unveiling the Five Omnipresent Mental Factors. This podcast is free and independent due to member support, and thank you to everyone who supports the show. If you're interested in supporting my work, you can do so by visiting patreon.com forward slash Buddhism Guide. And if you'd like to see more of my content, please visit yeshirabge.com. In this episode, we'll be looking at the relevance of the five omnipresent mental factors and how they help to colour our actions and experiences. So let's get started. In Buddhism, there are five omnipresent mental factors. These factors are present in every moment of our mental experience and play a fundamental role in shaping our thoughts, emotions and actions. Understanding these factors help us cultivate mindfulness and develop a deeper awareness of our own minds. So let's have a deeper look at these five omnipresent mental factors. Contact. Contact refers to the meeting of the sense organs with their corresponding sense objects. It's the initial contact between the mind and the external world. For example, when the eye contacts the visual objects, such as a beautiful sunset, the mental factor of contact arises. It's through contact that sensory information enters our awareness. Feeling. Feeling refers to the subjective experience that arises in response to contact. It can be pleasant, unpleasant or neutral. Using the previous example, when the eye contacts a beautiful sunset, the feeling of pleasure may arise. Feelings colour our experiences and play a significant role in the arising of desire or aversion. Perception. Perception is the mental factor responsible for recognising and labelling objects or experiences based on past conditioning. It involves categorising and conceptualising sensory input. For instance, when we see a sunset, perception helps us recognise it as a sunset based on our past experiences and knowledge. Intention. Intention refers to the mental factor behind our thoughts, emotions and actions. It's the motivation that drives our behaviour. Intention can be skillful or unskillful, wholesome or unwholesome, depending on the underlying mental states. For example, if we appreciate the beauty of the sunset and wish to capture it on a photograph, the intention to take the photograph arises. Attention. Attention is the mental factor responsible for directing and sustaining our awareness on a particular object. It's a faculty that selects what to focus on amidst the vast array of sensory information that's available. Attention plays a crucial role in determining the clarity and depth of our awareness. In the case of the sunset, 
Attention allows us to immerse ourselves fully in the visual experience, noticing the colours, shapes and textures. These five omnipresent mental factors work together to create our experiences. Let's take an example of someone walking in the park. As they walk, their eyes come into contact with various objects such as trees, flowers and birds. This contact generates feelings of pleasure, indifference or even discomfort. Through perception, the person recognises and labels these objects as trees, flowers or birds. Based on these perceptions, intentions may arise, such as feeling a sense of awe towards the beauty of nature or wanting to take a closer look. Finally, Attention directs a person's focus to the details of the objects they find interesting or captivating. To become more aware of these mental factors, we can practice mindfulness. By cultivating mindfulness, we develop the ability to observe our thoughts, emotions and actions as they arise in the present moment. We can observe the contact between our senses and the external world, noticing the feelings and perceptions that arise and become aware of the intentions and attention that shape our experiences. Through meditation and mindfulness practices, we can develop a deeper understanding of these mental factors and their impact on our lives. By recognising the patterns and tendencies of these mental factors, we can gain insight into our habitual patterns of thinking and reacting. This increased awareness allows us to respond to situations with greater clarity and wisdom. So let's look a little deeper at ways that we can cultivate awareness of these five mental factors. Meditation. Engage in regular meditation practice to develop mindfulness. During meditation, observe the arising and passing of the mental factors as they manifest in your thoughts, emotions and bodily sensations. Pay attention to the contact, feeling, perception, intention and attention that arise in each moment. Daily Mindfulness Bring mindfulness into your daily activities. As you go about your day, Bring your attention to the present moment and notice how the five mental factors are at play in your experiences. Observe the contact with your senses, the feelings that arise, the perceptions that shape your understanding, the intentions that drive your actions and the attention you give to different objects. Reflective Practice Set aside time for reflection and contemplation. Review your experiences and examine how the five mental factors influence your thoughts, decisions and interactions. Look for patterns and tendencies that may be causing suffering or hindering your growth. This reflection can help you develop insight and make conscious choices. Wise discernment. 
develop the ability to discern the wholesome and unwholesome qualities of the mental factors. Notice when unwholesome intentions or unskillful attention arise and consciously redirect them towards more wholesome and skillful states. Cultivate wholesome intentions such as kindness, compassion and generosity and train your attention to focus on objects that promote well-being and understanding. Non-identification Practice observing the mental factors without getting caught up in them. Recognize that these factors are impermanent and not yourself. Instead of identifying with them and taking them personally, see them as passing phenomena arising and ceasing in the mind. This non-identification allows you to cultivate a sense of spaciousness and freedom in relation to the mental factors. By developing awareness of the five omnipresent mental factors, we can gain a deeper understanding of our own minds and the nature of experience. They can influence our actions in both skillful and unskillful ways, depending on the underlying qualities and intentions present. So here are some examples of how each mental factor can contribute to the skillful and unskillful way of acting. Contact. When contact arises with an object that triggers craving or attachment, it can lead to unskillful actions. For example, if someone encounters a delicious dessert, the contact may trigger a strong attachment, leading to overindulgence or greed-driven behaviour. On the other hand, Contact with objects that promote wholesome qualities can lead to skillful actions. For instance, when someone comes into contact with a person in need, it may trigger compassion and motivate them to offer assistance or support. Feeling Unpleasant feelings such as pain or frustration can give rise to unskillful actions driven by aversion or anger. For instance, if someone experiences a setback at work and feels intense frustration, they may react impulsively and lash out at colleagues. Pleasant feelings can motivate skillful actions. For example, feeling joy and contentment from a meditation practice may inspire someone to cultivate kindness and share their positive energy with others. Perception Misguided or distorted perceptions can lead to unskillful actions. For instance, if someone perceives a person from a different cultural background as a threat due to stereotypes or biases, it can lead to discriminatory behaviour. Skillful actions can arise from clear and accurate perceptions. For example, recognising the interconnectedness of all beings through the perception of interdependence, may lead someone to engage in actions of altruism. Intention Unwholesome intentions, such as greed, hatred or delusion, can lead to unskillful actions. For instance, if someone harbours ill will towards another person, their intention 
may be to cause harm or seek revenge, resulting in unskillful actions. Skillful actions arise from wholesome intentions such as compassion, generosity and wisdom. For example, if someone cultivates the intention to alleviate suffering, they may engage in charitable acts or offer support to those in need. Attention Unskillful actions can arise from unwise attention. If someone dwells on negative thoughts or fixates on flaws and faults, it can lead to an unskillful action rooted in resentment or self-criticism. Skillful actions can emerge from wise attention. For instance, if someone directs their attention to the present moment with mindfulness, they can respond skillfully to situations and make wise choices that promote well-being and understanding. It's important to note that these mental factors often arise in combination and interact with each other, influencing our actions in complex ways. Recognising their impact and cultivating mindfulness can help us discern unskillful patterns and intentionally cultivate skillful actions that lead to greater happiness, well-being and the welfare of others. We shouldn't confuse the five omnipresent mental factors with the five aggregates. These are two distinct frameworks used in Buddhism to understand the nature of human experience. While they are related, they focus on different aspects of the mind and used for different purposes. Here's an explanation of the difference between the two. The five aggregates are a framework used to analyse and understand the nature of human existence. They are form, feeling, perception, mental formation and consciousness. The aggregates describe the components that make up our experience and sense of self. Form refers to the physical body and sensory experiences. Feeling refers to pleasant, unpleasant or neutral tone of experience. Perception refers to the recognition and labelling of objects. Mental formations refers to the mental factors and volitional activities. And consciousness refers to the awareness and cognition of objects. The aggregates are impermanent, subject to change and lacking inherent self-identity. They help us understand that there is no fixed and interdependent self-entity behind our experiences. So let's just recap what we've said about the five mental factors. They are mental qualities that are present in every moment of our experience. They are contact, feeling, perception, intention and attention. These factors are considered universal because they arise in relation to all objects of perception and play a fundamental role in shaping our thoughts, emotions and actions. Understanding and working with these mental factors can help cultivate mindfulness and develop a deeper awareness of our minds. While there is some overlap between mental factors and aggregates, such as feeling and perception, the main difference lies in their purpose and scope. 
Mental factors focus on the specific mental qualities that arise in every moment, emphasizing their role in shaping our experiences and actions. On the other hand, aggregates provide a broader framework for understanding the components of our existence and the nature of selflessness. Both frameworks are valuable tools for contemplation and insight into Buddhist practice. They help us develop a deeper understanding of the mind and the nature of reality, leading to the cultivation of wisdom and liberation from suffering. So that's it for this episode. I hope you found it of some benefit. And don't forget to check out my website, yeshiragge.com. So until the next time, bye for now.